If you're unsure if your idea will work, the answer is ask your target audience. Get feedback. Go outside of your circle. Go outside of your mom and your kid and your spouse and go to the people who are already your ideal customer and see if they understand it and if they get it and if they're jazzed about it. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we're dedicated to helping product-based business owners turn into revenue-generating, successful, happy product bosses. I'm Jacqueline Snyder. And I'm Mina Kunlo-Sitep. Together through digital courses, coaching, and masterminds, we've helped over 50,000 students from startup to multi-million dollar businesses scale their sales while blending in their dream life. It gets lonely out there in the product business world. We fully believe a business shouldn't be built alone. There's room at the top for all of us. So let's get scrappy and creative together, Product Boss, to be profitable, make more sales, and grow your visibility. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hey there, Product Boss. Okay, so do you feel the shift? We're heading into fourth quarter which we all know is the busiest quarter, especially for product bosses. So when you're wearing all the hats in your business, you have to figure out how to blend opportunity with overwhelm. So let HubSpot's sales hub take over all that work, get it off your plate so you can close the year with a bang. So listen, you can organize your schedules, goals, to-dos, and save those precious Q4 moments for doing what you love, right? spending time with your family, shopping, or how about selling your products? So HubSpot Sales Hub not only unifies your data and tools, but it also helps you grow your revenue faster and get a deeper look at your customer insights. Plus, it includes AI forecasting. So say goodbye to hoping and hello to crushing those goals and deals. Ready to wear all the hats and still make the best and most of Q4? With Sales Hub, it's your chance to shine and see your sales soar. All right. With Sales Hub, closing deals is no big deal. Try it for yourself at hubspot.com slash sales. Hey, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. It's Jacqueline and Mina, and we got this question from one of our students and wanted to bring it to you, and it was the idea of the student was really unsure. She had an idea for a product that she wanted to sell to her retailers. And she was asking us for marketing advice. She's like, how can I market it? How can I get in front of them? How can I sell it? But the the real question wasn't, how do I market it? The real question was, will my customers actually want to buy it? So if you are unsure if your idea will work, in today's episode, we're going to actually dig into how to figure out, like how to get those data points, how to figure out if it will work before you invest your time, your money, and jump to marketing and sales so quickly. Um, so let's dig in. Yeah, I think that having a great idea is one thing, but it can feel like big opportunity or it can feel like, should I do it? You know, and it's like exciting, but scary at the same time. So I like that we're doing this podcast episode because I think that as entrepreneurs, product entrepreneurs, we always get that feeling, like that surge of inspiration, like, I think this is the way, but how do I actually know that it'll be worth my time, my energy, and my resources? Yeah. So this isn't the trickiest of tricky of answers. Okay. We're going to dig into how to do it, but truthfully, the answer is, if your entrepreneur idea will work, is ask your customers ask your customers if what you want to do, sell, create, bring to market 
is what they want. They're going to give you feedback and it doesn't mean whether if whatever they say, you say yes or no, but you'll kind of know immediately if it's a dud or not, or you'll see confusion or questions or they'll, they'll be unsure. And then you'll realize, Oh, I'm unclear about this offer. I'm unclear. It might not be the thing. I actually came up with a podcast idea for my husband and we came up with the name of it and everything. And we were in front of his, like the target audience. They were like, we were a bunch of, a bunch of like late twenties, early 30 year olds. Oh, wow. Because my husband was hanging in a movie. out with some young bucks, huh? <laughs> my husband was in a movie that I like to say if they were like 13, he was in, she's the man, which is, um, the Amanda Bynes movie with, um, when they played soccer and he was thinking about doing a podcast kind of like for people like the movies of that time. Mm-hmm. And so we were with the young bucks as you call them. And, um, so we <laughs> well, had the new, is that your dog, target audience? So I should for ask them. It is because they were like yeah. 13 and they, oh, okay. You okay. and I are not as obsessed with she's the yeah, man. We're on the edge. Must we're die. On the edge. Yeah. No, yeah. it's not our thing. Right. So, um, so he went to them and he's like, here's the name of the podcast. Like, what do you guys think? And they were all, well, one, they were like super excited that they knew who he was and that they knew the show, the movie and they loved all of the other stuff. He said the name of the podcast and it was like, wah, wah. <laughs> no reaction. They were like, ah, all of their That's faces. That's body language tells you the answer. So no Across matter if the they board. say, oh, I love it. Then you read their body language. They clearly. did not say I love it. They were like, huh, Okay. <laughs> That's one like that's that. an idea. That's uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it was like, it wasn't like an out of the park ballpark idea or like, love it. They loved the idea of the concept of the show. They did not love the idea of the title of the show, which we were like, well, that's really good feedback immediately to get because as much as we thought it was like, I mean, we thought it was genius. <laughs> and then I because were when like, you have an idea and it sparks and you're like, that. This yeah. Is so you're good. super excited. You're like, this is, we're geniuses. We're genius. This is so good. And then it was like, like popped balloon, like air, you know, fizzing out. <laughs> so we know the concept is good, but the show name wasn't. And that was immediate feedback that was so helpful. That was like, okay, cool. We know we've got the product, but the the wrapping is not there yet. We still need to dig in. So the same thing can be said for our physical product-based businesses and ideas that we have for products, ideas that we want to bring to market. But we're if we're unsure then we just need to ask our target market, our target customers. Yeah, I think there's like direct ways to do this and indirect ways, right? So a direct way would be a survey and you sending out a survey and you literally asking, do you think this is a good idea on email or something? Do you think this is a good idea? I'm, you know, I'm really excited about this idea. I'd love some honest feedback and I'll give you, I don't know, a $5 coupon, maybe more than that, you know, or a chance to win a giveaway. Indirects would be, you know, you planting the seed of the idea and talking about it in a softer way and seeing what their visceral reaction is, you know, and if it is, and then you just become aware of how they respond. Are they pulling out their pocketbook and being like, yeah, I love that idea pocketbook. What am I, grandma? You know, (laughs) Um, pulling out their wallet or they're just like, um, yes, I love that. Or, you know, I would get that for blah, blah, blah. If they initially think of somebody they would immediately buy it for, or if they're like just as jazzed as you are and thinking like, it's like almost like a pre, pre pre-buying, pre-buying in their minds, you know? But they Um, still have to be your ideal customer, right? Yes. Because if you you were to pull out little labels Uh and show it to those 25 year olds and be like, (laughs) look, 
Depends if they have kids, right? <laughs> but let's say they don't have kids and they're living their lives out there. And you're like, yeah. look at these. They're like, oh, that's cool. They have no use for it. They don't care. They're not the person. Unless you were like, I'd like to come out with water bottle labels for your yeah. age, 25-year-old. And you're trying <laughs> to like, you know, weigh out prints or colors or font or something like that. You could put it in front of them. But if they're not your target market, you're never going to get the response you want. Hey, Product Boss, I'm just going to interrupt this show really quickly because it's podcast recommendation time. This month, I am all about inclusion and marketing podcasts. Now, this is hosted by the incredible Sonia Thompson and brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. On her inclusion and marketing podcast, Sonia does an amazing job of diving into important topics like belonging, customer experience, and diversity. She also will give you practical tips and advice on how you can authentically practice inclusive marketing within your own business. Now, one of my favorite most recent episodes includes Sonia and three other inclusive marketers who dive into recent big brand marketing campaigns such as the AI generation of Barbie from around the world and the Barbieheimer controversy, right? Where they share their reactions and discuss their perspectives on these campaigns and the importance of incorporating inclusivity and culture intelligence into marketing. This episode was so insightful and had so many amazing takeaways to consider as a business owner, especially when it comes to authentically portraying inclusivity when marketing your brand and products to your customers. Listen to inclusion and marketing wherever you get your podcasts. Now back to the show. Hey, hey, product boss. Okay, it's your product biz coach here, Jacqueline, and I have a treat for you. So the other day we got a message on Instagram from our friend Lolly. Now she's a product boss and she was on the hunt for an easy to use inventory management software to keep track of her raw goods and what she had ready to sell. And guess what? We had an answer for her. Not only did we have a fantastic inventory management software to refer her to, but we also had a whole treasure chest of 308 other business tools and resources to make her product-based business easier to manage and, and more efficient to grow. And we have it for you as well. Now picture this, packaging and printing supplies, affiliate management, website and email software, legal resources, video and photo tools. Oh my, you name it, we've got it. And here's the cherry on top. It is totally free, right? It's not going to cost you a single penny. That's right, because you can get your hands on the Product Boss's Ultimate Resource Guide absolutely free. We are on a mission to change small businesses' lives and, and their ability to grow around the world. And whatever we can do to help you do that, we are here for it. And so we're hoping that this resource guide is one step closer to reaching your dreams. So all you need to do is slide into our DMs on Instagram with the word guide and just send us that message and we will send you a link to download it right away. Or you can head straight to theproductboss.com slash resource guide. Easy peasy. Oh, and did I mention you can also DM us guide on Instagram and voila, we'll shoot you that link right away. So my friend, don't wait another second. You can get your hands on the ultimate resource guide for product bosses right now. Now let's jump back into the show. I think maybe I could, cause that's kind of tangential from 
my ideal audience, which is like, they're probably in like upper 30s. Let's just, not upper 30s, upper 20s, right? Because you're starting to have kids. But they've got kids. Yes, but they've got kids. But like an example I like to give is my mother-in-law, right? When she was like looking at our labels and, you know, she was like, who would pay $9 for labels? Like she just thought it was like the most ridiculous thing. And I was able to say to her, a lot of people actually do because you, you know, you're spending $9 and you're getting to send your kids off to daycare with these labels that you just have to write their name on there. But she wasn't the target customer. So she couldn't even understand the use of it. Like she just, the price, the use, like all of it was just like, you know, ridiculous in her mind. You know, know? ripped jeans go in and out of fashion. (laughs) Back in my day in the nineties, I remember, um, buying a really expensive pair of ripped jeans and my grandpa Mm -hmm. saw me and he was like, you have holes in your jeans. (laughs) Because remember at that point, like if they only had one pair of jeans, they like didn't want holes in them. And I go, he goes, how could he have bought jeans with holes in them? And I was like, grandpa, I paid extra for these holes. Yes. (laughs) Different market. Right. They are back though. Like it's so funny because I have distressed jeans and my, like my mom's response was like, Oh, holes in your jeans. And my daughter's response, sorry, who's like, she's 13 now. This is probably when she was 12 though. She was like, oh, you look too young in those. <laughs> like it was like not a compliment how she said it, you know, like I was trying to be young or something. So you know? <laughs> whenever you're all asking for feedback, one, don't go to your mom most likely. And two, <laughs> find the right customer. So the suggestion we gave this, this student of ours, a multi-stream machine student, um, is that she had an idea to sell something to a retailer mm-hmm. and she already is selling it direct to consumer and she wanted to sell these to retailers and she didn't know how. So the aha moment for her was when it was suggested, well, then why don't you get on a phone call, throw a Zoom meeting or do a phone call or like chat with your best retailers, the people who buy from you consistently. So we know that they're queued in, they, they place reorders, they're constantly buying from you. Be clear with your idea, bring it up to them and say, hey, would this be something you're interested in? I have this. It does really well direct to consumer. Is this something you'd be interested in or not? And then they might give you really amazing feedback that actually helps you tweak or figure out the actual offer, right? Or you might be like, no, they don't get it. I'm not going to listen to anything they say, which you can do. Or it's like, oh, you're right. That's something I missed because I wasn't coming at it from the perspective that they're coming at it from. Yeah. So I I like how you said they don't get it. Because sometimes we get that we have that response, right? Like they just don't get it. But that response is exactly what might save you <laughs> from this idea. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like they don't get it, but that's your ideal customer. They if they don't get it, they're not gonna pay for it. So then if you hit that same sort of response of, oh, this person doesn't get it and that person doesn't get it and that person doesn't get it, it's going to be a hard sell, my friend. You and know? it's the way you're saying it or the yeah. offer you put together because it needs to be it needs to be way easier for them to get it and say yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen that time and time again, right? Like we think it's so smart, so great. And then people look at you sideways. Now, listen, when – Somebody created electricity, somebody, when electricity was created, (laughs) somebody out there, (laughs) when somebody somewhere, you know, when there's like inventions, totally get the people, it's harder for people like early adopters of stuff and that kind of thing. 
but it's the offer because, and if you think about like, you know, Thomas Edison and the light bulb or Tesla or whoever you want to attribute it to, and they were like, you no longer have to light a candle. Look at this. And they put a light bulb and they flipped the switch. It was so easy for people to be like, yes, that makes sense. So your offer needs to flip a switch of like, I get it. So Mina, you talked about survey, which is like an email version, which you can sell to your customers. You can send to your customers, your email list. We talked about phone calls, actual phone calls, actual surveying. So I would say, and then like you said, the visceral reaction. So if you're in person and you have a new offer, a new product, and you've got it out there, or you have like a version of it and you watch people and they get it or they don't get it, or people come up and then you say to them like, Hey, you know, you could gauge people. I mean, you don't want to come out of nowhere, but if someone's like really interested or really digging you be like, Hey, you know, would you ever want to be a part of a focus group I'm creating for a new product offer that I have? Did you ever do, you used to be in ads. Did you ever go do like those focus groups at ads companies? No, I didn't ever do that though. That was during my time where it was very popular. I got pizza and 50 bucks. (laughs) My friends worked at ad agencies and so they would bring, they would get just general public. They'd bring you in. They'd offer you like pizza and 50 bucks, which was a lot in my twenties. And, um, I remember going in and they'd show video and they'd ask you for feedback and all the stuff. And then you'd, you'd get something. People still do that. There's still marketing campaigns and surveys and stuff. So if you're unsure if your idea will work, the answer is ask your target audience, get feedback, go outside of your circle, go outside of your mom and your kid and your spouse and go to the people who are already your ideal customer and see if they understand it and if they get it and if they're jazzed about it. Yeah. And I would say emphasis on ideal customer, because there's going to be like when you're getting feedback and everything like that, you know how like usually like if someone gets a joke of yours or they don't, I'm going to say if someone doesn't get a joke of yours, you have to be like, oh, you know, like the chicken was going to cross the road, you know, and you have to like kind of explain it. That's, they don't get your humor. Okay. When you're talking to your customer, you want to have the people that get it. My people, they get it, you know? So like oftentimes I give the example of humor because people who like, they get it. I think that's my type of person because they get it. They laugh at my jokes, right? They, you know, I don't have to be explaining, you know, my weird humor (laughs) to them or whatever. You get it, right? Like we're the chicken and he crossed the road. So when you're talking to your ideal customer, that's the feedback that you take at a kind of like a um, higher value than someone who might not be your target audience. They're not your people and that's okay too. Yeah, that's super okay. All right. I hope this is helpful friends and we will see you on the next episode. Thank you for being here and listening all the way through the Product Boss Podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way in your business, would you mind doing two things for us? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Reviews help other product entrepreneurs know that this is the place to be to grow their businesses and realize that they're not alone. And we know that you all know that a five-star and honest review helps you sell more products to more people. So you know that your reviews help us reach more listeners around the world. Remember what we give is what we receive. And we are all about helping each other in the product boss community. We are all in this together. 
We would be so appreciative of you if you could take the time right now to subscribe, leave a review, and even share this episode on social or someone you know so we can impact more lives. And remember, subscribing means that you will get notified each time we release a new episode so you never miss a thing. You have helped us grow and climb into the top 10 of all marketing podcasts and together we can keep climbing. Thank you, friends. And remember, there is room at the top for all of us.